I know Cheer said say working him was your favorite thing. Um, so I'm not gonna go with that question next. If there would be, if you had to pick five wrestlers, right, up and coming wrestlers or guys that you know deserve a little bit more spotlight on them, that are rising stars that haven't been seen, you know, who are, what would their name? Who are they and mm-hmm. and where are they? What where are they at? Wow, of? that okay. So what makes that question really hard is you have people who are on, who are currently on national television yeah. who um, aren't seen but are also taking indie bookings right now um like you know people like trey miguel and ace austin are like amazing to watch so but it's hard to be like well they're underutilized i don't think they're necessarily underutilized they have the the, you know they're in an amazing spot right now so it's like like one of the cool things like with trey for example is when i first met trey i remember feeling like wow he is like this amazing potential and every time I saw him, he got better. And the next time I saw him, he got better. And the next time yep. I saw him, he gets better. And it's like, he continues to get better. It's like, you haven't seen maxed out Trey Miguel yet. No. Um, and so that's that's what's been amazing to see. Um, so like, if you forget everybody who's currently on television and, and go then to everybody else, um, that that's where then it starts getting difficult. Because I know I'm going to leave somebody out. Um, you know, you have your guys like uh, some people who have a little bit of prominence in independent wrestling right now. Uh, people like a Cole Radrick. Uh, people like a Ken Dixon, um, people like, uh, 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 of course, like five names just hit my brain all at once. And I'm like, I, uh, I love the tag team out of Maine called uh, MSP. Um, I think they're, I think their Twitter is MSP is the vibe. You need to check them out. Like they're, they're an amazing tag team. Um, I, but even today, like I, I, you know, I, I don't want to, maybe I shouldn't because uh, like there's somebody that uh, I've started to work with um, that's helped out in the back at, at revolver he's a younger wrestler who's actually being trained by ace austin now that i think about it and um i gave him feedback on a match today and i was like bro like you have this look you have this amazing ability like you're almost there but you're still green like you're still learning and so i like i don't want to say his name because i just yeah. also called him green but like that's the amazing thing for me is watching people who haven't done everything and been there yep. that they have still that potential to get better and continue to improve and you can see it um I wow. love IB Green, aka Rob Cook. Right. By the way, Rob Cook, I hope you're doing well. Um, you know, because he was doing, uh, he went to do some recovery for some drinking, um, which I have mad love and respect for. That takes a huge step. Same thing with Moxley. It's huge when they make it public that you know they need to go to rehab. Yeah. Um, and I know he was home. I know IB Green was just home. I think the other day for the first time. Oh, cool. Um, and he's he's actually speaking out about, you know, his demons and this is what's going on. Much love and respect for him. I hope he stays, you know, healthy and gets better and does anything he can do to, you know, for his family. But I love Ivy Green. That name just popped up and I just <laughs> smiled. Cause it's like the biggest, and I, 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 we don't, we don't care about cursing the biggest asshole on a microphone because he will make you hate yourself when he's trashing you in the ring right. on the microphone. He makes you hate your own self. You're like, you know, he's actually right. I am a shitty wrestler. My <laughs> gear is from Payless. Like, it's that. That's how good he was on the micro. He is on the microphone. Like, yeah. Th- he doesn't. He doesn't like belittle you. He just makes fun of your wrestling and your gear. You know, if he really doesn't like you, he will make you actually probably want to actually fight him. Mm-hmm. But he's one of those get the gabs on those mics. Yeah. I mean, th- and I'm. I, I have a good fortune that I can 
travel a little bit and I am traveling a little bit so I can see talent in like different areas of the country. Um, so like I can see a Jaden Newman in Tennessee and be like, wow, I like this guy yes. or, or a Chance Riser and Patrick Scott out of North Carolina and Mason Miles. Um, or I can go down to Florida and see guys like Aaron Nova um, or Leon Scott and be like, wow, like I would really want to hang out with these dudes. Like, I, yeah, or uh, Rob, uh, Rob Martyr, um, Akira out of Indiana. Like there's so many people and there's so much yeah. talent that's like, out there it, right it, now. It really is hard to pick five. That's why I asked that right. number because I was like, I know there isn't a five. Right. The list is Matt ne- never ending. It's like, never ending. How about okay? This this is what I'll pull this bit right now. If if you are a television company and you have not considered Matt Mikowski, you are stupid. Like he is literally one of the best wrestlers in the world today. Book it. Now I'm gonna you're gonna have to message me his name, and I'm gonna literally look it up. I will see yeah. Robert. Oh really? Where yeah. Chio, where are you gonna see Robert Martyr at? Um, I mean, I I like Robert Martyr. I think he's getting an interesting buzz on him. Um, I mean, he's back on the Indies, but Anthony Henry's back on the Independence now. And yeah, he really. The, the thing is, that's crazy. I missed Henry Anthony Henry getting let go. I didn't even know he was released until he posted it somewhere. I'm like, what the hell? When? Yeah. Now yeah. I'm gonna I'm talking to him about getting him on here. You know, and I, and the one thing, the one thing I say, what holds people back from doing this, they expect it to be a shoot, and I tell them, I go, look, not a shoot at all. I go, if you want to shoot, go for it. That's up to you. Yeah. I go, but let's re- fans really just want to hear things like, you know, the one thing that, you know, I know you do with outside of wrestling, you do a lot of, you know, acting stuff, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I haven't seen you post much lately. So I'm kind of like, I don't want to say, hey, what movies or shows you're working on? Because you haven't yeah. posted much. Right. But I know you have that. Like in wrestling, that helps. Like. I'm waiting, you know, I got selected to be in a movie out my way, and I'm one of the main characters, and we were supposed to film, and now we haven't filmed yet for me to be in my scenes, and I'm like, I have my script, I'm reading my script, I know my script sort of, mm-hmm. but I can't do Ryan line reads with my, with my other co-star, because he lives in Jersey, and he's a bouncer and a bartender, so like my schedule and his never work yeah. at all. So, like, we've talked on the phone and work it back and forth, but it's like, I'm ready to film this. My, like, dude, I'll say this. I, I got told to go to an audition for a one part, one line read. That was the only part they wanted me to there for. I get up and the director goes, Hey, curveball, I want you to read something else. Okay. Now, in wrestling, we're all taught to be prepared for anything on the fly. Yeah. Especially, like you said, you got told by down south that here's the microphone. You have 10 minutes. Go kill it. So I knocked out this reading. He goes, hey, I want you to do the line readings on with this guy over here. And we destroyed it. Like, we worked on it for like 15 minutes outside so we can get used to each other's tone and our and our and how our speed is yeah. and body language and knocked it out. And the, I literally messaged the director saying, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, hopefully, you know, I may, I did you well. And he goes, uh, yeah, you're the main character, one of the main characters now. Awesome. What? I went there for our one line, one word, one line. That was it. No, now I have like 300 lines mm-hmm. and I'm in 90% of this movie. Okay, yeah. cool. It's it's so weird. Like, I love acting. I love doing it. 
Um, and I will, I will say since the pandemic, I've done some voiceover work, but I haven't done a lot of like actual like on camera work outside of wrestling. And I miss it. I miss it a lot. But like, I remember one of my favorite acting experiences was an audition I got, I was on that I didn't get cast for. Um, and it was, uh, and you're going to love it because it wasn't for a film role. It was for a live event. It was for, uh, um, oh my gosh, what is the, the Baltimore horse race? It's, is it Pimlico? I think so. Oh my gosh, my brain I'm not a horse. I don't, I'm not a horse and uh, horse person, but I, I is it, I, it, I know the, I know what you're talking about. The horse race is in Baltimore, right? I uh, like, I'm it. looking at yeah, it's Pimlico. Okay, so um, they have an infield fest every year, and they have a host, and the host is a centaur named Kegasus. <laughs> you really? <laughs> and they were like, so I, I don't get the script in advance. So they give it to me when I'm there, and they're like, okay. We're going to give this to you. We're, we're finishing up another audition for a different role. Um, prepare to read this. I'm going to give you a hint that, you know, you need, you need to make us at least smile because you're a friggin' centaur in the <laughs> mi middle of infield fest. If you don't make us laugh or chuckle or have an emotion, you shouldn't be here. And I was like, okay, fine. I went in and I thought, I was like, I nailed this. Like I can like I don't remember the rest of everything I had to say, but I remembered like I just had to belt out like I'm in a house with other people right now, so I'm like I can't be super loud, but I was just like, oh hell, Kegasus, <laughs> and and I remember that was part of it, and then I just went like I I had memorized it in like 20 minutes because it, it was maybe 10 lines long, and I just belted it, and they're like, that was amazing, like they did that, like I was like, the feedback I got in that moment, I was like that's yeah. exactly what I need. And they were like, and the, the casting director, the lead, like she tried to like stay composed. And she's like, okay. So again, you know, I said this to you out, outside. Uh, you're, you're supposed to be a, a centaur in the middle of Infield Fest, which is a big drunken festival in the middle of a horse race. So since you're going to be a centaur, I need you to take your shirt off. I was like, okay. And I just start unbutting, unbuttoning my shirt. And she's like, you're okay doing that? And I was like, yeah. Like, did you, I do professional wrestling. It's totally fine. <laughs> and I do it again and belt it out bigger. And they were like, this is great. They're like, they were rolling. They were like, you were the only person to do this audition today. We're doing other auditions today. And we totally needed this. Like this just set a tone for everybody else. And I was like, this is amazing. Um, they did not pick me. Um, but because of that, I actually got brought back for a couple of other auditions. So I got in house of cards because of that. Nice. Um, I got in, um, uh what was the other one i think it was vibo was brought in for a different audition i didn't get that part but still like i had an other opportunities that opened up because i put myself out there the best part of that experience other than what they said in the room was when i walked out i'm putting my shirt back on like i'm in process and this poor dude who got there after me is in the the, the lounge area he's reading for a different part and he looks up at me putting my shirt back on he's looking down at a script looking back up at me and the cast directors over my shoulder going Oh, don't worry, honey. You're not reading for that. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> the best part ever. Man, I would have been sitting there like this going. I don't even want to know what he read for. Right. He's walking out shirtless almost. But no, that was the same. Like The reaction that you're talking about is the same reaction that we, we got from the director and his assistant um, and the people in, in this venue like that showed up for this audition. Now, I'm a shy person. No, as weird as that sounds like i don't like being up in front of people for like having to read things because like 
I have a comprehension problem. So remembering things is a hard thing to do. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to screw up these lines. Like there's whatever. Yeah. And then I got up there and like <laughs> when he was like, Hey, I'm not, I don't want you to read that line. I need you to read this one. And I'm like in the back of my mind, it went wrestling. Okay. Now I'm going in Dennis Reaper mode. I'm good. I mm-hmm. I literally picture them as wrestling fans, and I was like 150 miles an hour. Um, and we 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 did our lines, and like everybody that was in there with us, besides like oh, the casting director, everybody were all amped up about it. I was like that was fucking, you 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 killed it. Mm-hmm. Like that was that's the, folks. That's the way you do an audition, and everybody's sitting there just like. We still have to read, though. Yeah. Like, we have to do that. Like, how do, how do you follow that? It's hard. It, mm-hmm. and, but at the same time, if you're in the <laughs> acting world, that should be like, all right, they did good. I'm going to beat that now. Now right. I know where I need to beat. You know? But, I've, but at the same time, like, I've had, I've had horrible flubs at auditions. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I read for one part that I was like, I nailed it. I knew I nailed it. I got the response I wanted. Like, it was great. And they were like, when we read for this other part, and it was it was a horror movie, so it was to be it was to be a vampire. And I was like, I couldn't think of a vampire voice. Like my brain, like it was literally Dracula. And I'm like, I couldn't think of Dracula voice. My brain in that moment just was like, ah. <laughs> uh. So it was like it was very flat. Bill Stamper. And I'm like, I don't my why brain no word now. Um, but like <laughs> Why brain nowhere now? <laughs> I, I learn I learn a lot of my scripts in the same way we talk about like well so I, I tell people to do this with their promo sometimes that if yeah everybody has an amazing start to their promo and then no idea how to finish it like you need to know your way out of your promo like you need to have that good finish to close it out so when I do a script I start with the last line first and I read backwards because I'm like if I flub something in the beginning of a conversation on a script and like if I can navigate it, know where I need to go, even if I'm off a couple words, like for some reason I've learned, like I do that better than if I read it forwards to backwards. Mm-hmm. Like I go backwards to forwards. Yeah. Like the movie that I'm in is called the blood within. It's a horror movie. And mm-hmm. like, like I was all stoked. Like as soon as I left the, the audition, dude, I called my girlfriend. Um, and it was like, so, uh, change of plans. No, I <laughs> did not get the role that I wanted. Um, I got a bigger role. Um, which is totally awkward because again I wasn't planning on this. Um, which was cool. Like I want to do more acting stuff. Um, I just don't know where the hell to go. Um, like I have a friend that does acting stuff in New York, uh, that was in wrestling, so he's trying to get me up there through some acting places for auditions for small gigs, and I'm like, I'm in. But he's also like, once you do this movie, make sure you get when you get when the director does it, have him cut you a we a reel. And get it to me. He goes, that's how I'm going to get the people. Because he does True Blood um, mm-hmm. and a bunch of mo- uh, cop stuff up there. So he's like, I can get you in with that DVD. He goes, that'll be the end. He goes, you won't even have to audition. As long as you pr- play the role properly and I watch it. If I watch it, I go, this is something that people need. He goes, you'll get booked in New York all the goddamn time. He goes, especially from a horror movie. Because they'll be like, oh, you've actually played a serious role. And you were a lead. This isn't no like, hey, you know, in the background. Um, well, but she funny... actually asked another question. Um, 
do you teach seminars? Which wrestling related lessons um, in or outside the ring do you like the most? Ooh. Um, so I do teach seminars. I focus on, um, I have done seminars where I combine all this together, but I start with like promos, personality, and, and submission grappling for professional wrestling. Um, just because that's my, that's my strong wheelhouse. I'm not somebody who's going to teach you how to do aerial maneuvers in wrestling and make it work well. Um, but I blend all of that together typically into a seminar. And I, I enjoy that because part of, uh, part of what you're doing inside that wrestling ring is not only showing off your athletic ability, but also making a connection to a crowd. So they're interested in what you're doing. And I, I even today, I had to, had to tell that lesson the, to somebody today. It was like, you need to bring them with you. So they like get into it and, and feel it. And like, they're then with you. So when things go wrong or things go great, like they're with you on that ride. Um, and that's how you can incorporate yourself with them. Um, so like I, I like that persona, that personality in wrestling and trying to help people like realize that um, because those are the folks that do better. Like those are the folks that that you see further reaching out um, and, and doing more and more more things. Yeah, I remember I reached out to you about a promo when I was getting back in the ring and I was like, hey, check this video out for me. Tell me what you think. And you were like, OK, so here's my here's my critique. Change this. Do it again. Send it to me. This one I worked at LA Fitness, and I'm literally using the men's locker room, like in the hallway area, that it was like somewhat dark and had a little echo. I had a little bit of light, and it was like I couldn't. I mean, I think I took like probably like a hundred takes, mm-hmm. and I couldn't nail it. Like I still couldn't nail that. And I mean, I had the great. I had the great. I liked my script because I sent it to you saying, "Hey, what do you think of this?" here's the video. And you were like, tweak these. I think you're onto something. It works, but I couldn't nail it. Um, and then I went a different route and used like, um, lighting a Bible on fire. Um, it wasn't a real Bible. It was a book, but we made people believe I actually lit a Bible on fire to face, um, Ron star, the most nicest religious person you'll ever meet in this business. Um, which was hilarious, but, um, so bring coming up with, with with what Chio actually asked, um, the things that you teach in seminars and, and where do you focus in your upcoming in professional wrestling? What was the hardest thing for you to overcome? Was it learning? Was it the in-ring stuff? Was it the character? Was it the, you know, the promos or was it a mix of everything? Well, in, in, in many ways, it was that mix um, because so, you know, I was smart to the business and I worked, started working backstage. So I'm like, the operational side of how wrestling ran, I knew it, you know, and, and once I was in the ring and on, you know, things I know now that I wish I knew then, uh, the trainer I had at that time, I didn't know that he didn't really know what he was doing. Um, and so years later, you know, not even years, but you know, a few months later, I figured that out pretty quickly. And, and I was fortunate that because I had built up a good relationship with other people in wrestling, like as I was getting in, I'm like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> and so some other people helped me and I continued to work on the road and went to other seminars and like, okay, I need to learn this because I remember like, um, uh, like I gave myself my own persona and nobody understood it. And it took like two or three events for me to be like, Oh, nobody gets this. Okay. I need to do something different. Um, uh, Chio before we went on the air was like, yeah, I remember when you reached out and you were PS phenom. And I was like, yeah. And that didn't last long because people were like, people just sort of knew me and were always like Phil. And I'm like, yeah. 
not Phil here, but okay. Um, and so I, I had to modify. I had to sort of roll with the punches. Um, no, the, the whole name thing, I get it. Because uh, <clears throat> everywhere it was like, everybody was, would not want to call me Dennis Reaper. They would want to say Reaper. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one show, LCW, Lancaster Championship Wrestling, I was coming out to the ring when I was doing a dark gimmick. I was drawing the blood, the whole upside down star. And four fans started chanting um, Antichrist. I never had no nickname before. Yeah. Just was always Dennis Reaver, you know. And I just died laughing at ringside looking at these kids. One of the kids is actually Suicide Myers. Okay. You know, before. Before he was a wrestler, which, you know, if anybody in the wrestle, uh, in the East Coast, if you don't book that kid, mm-hmm. please book him. The kid is so smart psychology-wise. He gets it. He's so good um, and deserves another, you know, big break somewhere, anywhere. Um, but it was like, okay. So at that show, every time I would come out, it was Antichrist. Even if I was at, just at the show to hang out, the kids would walk up and fans were like, yo, you're the Antichrist. Well, I'm Dennis Reaper, but sure. Yeah, I'm just, you know, just an average Joe. So, like, every other show, started, it started to pick up on other shows. So, I was like, screw it. Now, at other shows, I came out as the Antichrist Dennis Reaper because of one main show. Uh, do you believe, Chio's asking, do you believe in real managers is a lost art? <laughs> now you can just now you can see anyone. So I remember early on, I was like, I had a, I had a conversation with with and this person, a friend of mine, who would like bring his latest girlfriend to the ring with him, not trained in anything in wrestling. And I'm like, you understand how risky that is for her. You understand like how dangerous that is for other people, if, especially if you want her to be involved physically. Like, this might not be the the right spot and i was like super young in wrestling and this person was super young in wrestling it was like it was not a conversation like we should have had like a promoter should have had this conversation um so it's i hate to say it's always been around like that and but it's been around like that um i will say like managing is a particular art like just like anything else like there's a particular skill set to it um and i remember uh uh working one event as a manager i felt like i'm so out of step like I wasn't trained as a manager. Like my ability to be a manager, I have to learn it because I, that was not the gig I had, you know? And so I had to sort of reframe my brain a little bit on how to associate that. Um, but not everybody can do that. And, and just like anything else in wrestling, especially it takes an amount of training and it takes an amount of practice to do it too. Um, that you're, that you, that you shouldn't just be standing. Look at me. I'm the person on the outside. Yeah. That's sc- like, to me, that's scary. Yeah, like I've I've been at I think that's one of again I do think real managers is a lost art. I think um, promos and character development is a lost art anymore. Everybody just wants to learn fancy moves um, and and be flashy in the ring. You know, the biggest lost art. I don't know if you would agree. Would you do you think um, psychology is a lost art anymore with training? Uh, to a degree. Well. Yes and no. Um, do you think I have the ability to manage Dennis? Yes, Chio. You could totally manage Dennis. Um, Dear God, that's asking for trouble. So, I mean, and the good and bad thing about wrestling, and, and you know, wrestling is permeated into part of our culture. It's part of pop culture. Like, 
almost every television series at one point is going to have a wrestling episode. Um, uh, many of the people who are uh, excelled at that upper level in professional wrestling are on television shows, on movies, like, you know, Batista, Batista CM Punk, uh, Steve Austin, like you, you see them again and again in, in our entertainment. So wrestling is like permeated culture in so many different ways, especially on, on the entertainment side. So at the same time, that's exposed wrestling a little bit to, oh, it's open for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying it can't be, like, but what I want to be clear about is it still takes a, per, a certain level of training involvement and that the people who are doing that training and involvement need to have a certain level of knowledge. And not everybody has a certain level of knowledge. And what's weird is, what I, as I say this out loud, like, there, there are two promoters who I, who I think of off the top of my head who had, have zero wrestling training who are actually really solid and amazing promoters. They're great to work with. But I've, and I've worked with people who have had years and years and decades of experience in professional wrestling who probably should never have been in professional wrestling in the first place. Um, and so it, it's, it's a weird balance. It is up to the sort of the individual experience that that person brings to the table. Um, now, if that untrained promoter um, is also now trying to train other people, I'd be like, uh-uh, don't do that. Because um, yeah. I have, you know, we have seen that before. And so, unfortunately, it exists. It's out there. Um, it is. And, and somebody recently reached out to me and was like, hey, can you give me feedback on a tag team? And in my brain, I was like, the person who was reaching out to me, I'm like, you shouldn't be talking to me about anything in wrestling. Like, you're not somebody who should be mm-hmm. 100 yards from a building. Um, and I watched this event and I was like, okay, the tag team was actually not that bad. Um, I was like, but you shouldn't be anywhere involved. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it is a little bit about the experience the person brings and that they've had to go through. But I also don't necessarily discredit somebody because they've had a poorer training experience. Because sometimes, like me, I didn't know any better when I first started. Like, this person didn't know what he was talking about. Nope. I remember, like, I knew right away. I remember my first match I had somewhere else. And I was like, something's wrong. Like, I, this didn't click. And fortunately, I knew the person I worked. And I was like, Can I, I, I need to talk to somebody. And we talked. And, like, he, he helped me get my head straight a little bit. Um, Shortly after that, I did a, a series of seminars with a few different people, um, and I was like, okay, now it clicks, now I get it, now I know the things that I didn't know from this person who shouldn't have been anywhere near wrestling. Um, and so, like, it's, an, it's choppy water at times. Um, but, I, and again, I compare it sometimes to my life outside of wrestling, um, that there are people who, you know, get a, pro- people who get promotions, it's like, I, should they have been promoted? Like, are they really doing that work? Yeah. Um, and and so that happens to outside of our wrestling lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and and again, it's again you roll with the punches. You have to do your best and, and do what you can to get by to make it to the next day. Yeah. Um And and you know, hopefully, no one mucks you up <laughs> along the oh, way. Oh God, yeah. Like uh, I would say, I had my my very first wrestling training experience was down in Tam down in Orlando. You know, I was, again, I, I always say I was part of the TNA street team at the time. Um, at first, I just worked at Universal Studios and was just a fan of wrestling and met some of the people that were part of it and became friends with them and then started helping them with the street team and making, you know, helping them with the lines and going in early and things like that. So I met a guy named Rock and Roll Rouge that was security for uh, TNA at the time, mm-hmm. and he trained people. Worst experience ever. Uh, I was there like a month and then the school closed. Uh, love the guy. And, you know, he passed away because of cancer. And, you know, I wish, you know, you know, his family and his kids and everything are still doing well. 
Um, he was a great guy, just not a wrestling trainer. Should not have been. And he 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 was a good wrestler. Like he wasn't mainstream, but he already knew him down there. He was a good wrestler. Yeah, was not a good trainer, unfortunately. Like I was there multiple times, and it was like, hey, your first day, you're gonna learn how to tape the ropes. Okay, no big deal. I gotta learn the easy stuff. He didn't tell me that he just got into the building and just got the ring there, and I'm his only student. <laughs> he pitched it to me that he has multiple students. Um, but we are given a five minute. We're giving a. We're getting a five minute warning. Um, from my uh, backstage uh, analyst, you know, analyst. That's Chio saying, guys, analyst. <sighs> he likes it in the anal. Uh, <laughs> shot fired there, Chio. Love you, but show, yeah, it's funny. It's all funny games, but you is know, it though? Is it not really? Yeah, but you know, moving back up here, you know, it, I, I I got lucky. I really did get lucky because before I moved down to Florida, I already met Captain Rick and all them, and then moved to Florida, came back up here, and then ran back into Captain Rick and them. You know, after you know meeting with you and living in Birdsboro because me and her split up, but you it was a you know you and. You know, you guys opened the door for me to know what I was able to do at that point. And then, you know, meeting Captain Rick and them. And then, that, you know, the, the story's history at that point, you know, I'm, I'll be on 15 years this summer. Like, my body hurts. <laughs> it's never not going to hurt. But if um, out of all your injuries, and I know we, me and you probably have probably two or three notebooks full probably of things we've hurt in our bodies um multiple times what would you say your worst injury would be would have been Ooh, um the worst injury like direct impact thing was um i tore my acl mcl lcl and lateral meniscus all at the same time in my right knee um and so you know couldn't walk for a month before surgery um couldn't walk for, uh, and, and when they went in to do the surgery, they thought I'd only tore my ACL. And when they got in there, like, oh, you tore everything else too, except your PCL. Um, and so it was a very long recovery. Um, but, it, and oddly enough, you know, at the time I didn't realize that I needed that. I needed to step away yeah. for a minute. Um, and when I came back, like, I came back swinging. Um, oddly enough, like, not, I mean, the surgery was bad. Like, the surgery was bad. The recovery was bad. Like, <laughs> worse than my neck surgery like i have a steel i have a steel plate incision yeah. on 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 three of my vertebrae and that wasn't as bad as my knee surgery the um, knee is the worst yeah it 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 sucked um it uh yeah like there, there are things again it's one of those like now that i've had that experience if i ever had to go through it again yeah i know things i would do differently um and including have a competent doctor um <laughs> same here that's why i had the issues with my knee yeah yeah, and yeah I mean, I, you, you know, I tear my meniscus. I have a partial tear. They scope it, do the surgery, get the stitches taken out, and get told I don't need physical therapy. Yeah, bro, you just cut into an athlete's knee, and I don't need any physical therapy. He goes, no, you're good. Now, yeah. thankfully, Mark Mess and Troy Mess, even though I was stubborn and stupid and cry like a little bitch, I'll call it how I see it. And was mad. I was mad that they wouldn't let me in the wrestling ring, the train, or even get like used to the ring again. Now I understand why they said it. You know, I had complications. My knee wasn't strong enough. Be like, I had a doctor that was a moron. 
You know, unfortunately, I couldn't sue him because apparently the clause that the hospital had was, you know, there's complicated things can happen and the doctor can't be held at fault. Like, damn, small print, read, read small print people for injuries in this sport or you're screwed. Um, my most annoying injury was probably, um, and this was at, just at training one day, just practicing. And and somebody got suplexed on top of my face. Um, and so my my teeth went like halfway through my lip. I remember that and, photo. Yeah. And it was just like, what do you do? Like, this is just your lips right there. Like, you can't put anything against it. Like, it. it <laughs> oh, that just sucked. Like, even a knee, like, at least you could sit down. Like, <laughs> um, I, I hate to bring up. I'm not going to mention the person's name, but he was from Maryland, and he was a he's he lives in Maryland. He's a vampire. Oh yes. Um, the group that he was a part of. Okay. Uh, was a heavier set. Did a Jamaican gimmick. Uh, remember, I remember that person, but I'm like, I don't, it was Jake Jake Cole and and somebody. Okay. It was his partner. I was at Triple W A. Um. Before I know Chio comes in, this one's great. So I'm at Triple WA and Dino Santa. Love Dino to death. Such a nice guy. Dennis, can you wrestle? Dino, I don't have gear. We need someone. We need someone to wrestle this guy. Okay, well, here, I'll wrestle my gear. I'll wrestle in street clothes. Screw it. Yeah. What do you need? How many, how long do we need? Like five minutes. Okay, no big deal. I can give you five minutes in street clothes. Yeah. So, you know, me and what's his name go over how we're going to set this up. I go, look, you know, I'll be at ringside. Call me out. And then, you know, at the end of the match, like we do it, I lose the whole setup thing. Um, and out of nowhere, I get picked up, body slammed. The dude puts a Jamaican flag over my face and leg drops my face. And when I say it smelt like he hasn't showered or wiped his ass in days. Dude, the smell on my lip that was busted open was so disgusting. Like, I go to the doctor. I go to the hospital because I know I needed a stitch. Yeah. Um, But luckily, I didn't need it. Like, he goes, it's deep enough, but it's not that bad to where you need it. He goes, but I'm going to clean it because you said someone that didn't wipe his ass let it on your face. Dude, I was so grossed out. Like, I went to Dina the next I called, called Dina the next day. I was like, I never want to see them again. Like, that kid, does, I will never be in the ring. Then they had me and me and that guy face each other again, and I did a plancha off the apron to him. And I mean, dude, my back landed directly on his face on concrete. Yeah. Didn't care. I was like, that's your receipt, kid. Enjoy it. Yeah. But, you know, I know Chio said we had the five minutes, and I, I'm looking at the timer. I can see the five minutes is up. Whatever, Chio. Didn't come back in yet. What are you going to do, know, Chio? Ten, it, yeah, what, what are you going to do? End the show, Chio? Oh, Mr. Mr. Big Shot backstage. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the this is the kind of thing me and Chio do. Like usually we only do like a 45 minute to an hour long show. But the thing is it's like there's so much history. There's so many things we could talk about. Mm-hmm. Not one show can do it. Like I could we could probably have you on again and talk more about other things in our in your career and we all can relate to it. Um but I you know, the one thing we always ask, you know, if there's any, you know, if there's shows you have coming on and, and coming up and things like that, I see the one in the background, you know, the and, I see, the I, 
and I do see a bunch of people that are on national television mm-hmm. uh, a lot, you know, and I, um, so if there's a show you have coming up soon and, or any big events coming up here, you know, plug away, dude, it's your, it's your state, it's your floor. Uh, so next Friday, the 28th, I'm at Voltage Wrestling in Waynesboro, Pennsylvania. On the next night, on the 29th, I'm at Flying V in Silver Spring. Um, so that's Friday the 28th at Voltage, the 29th at Flying V in Silver Spring. Uh, then MCW um, has two events the first weekend in February. Uh, one in Hollywood, Maryland, which is 25 minutes from my house, which is great. Um, like, that's my favorite. I go 25 minutes that way, and I make fun of everybody else that has to drive the two hours from Baltimore down. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then the next night, up in Glen Burnie. So the next... Who, not this weekend, I don't have anything because I'm still recovering from pneumonia. If you haven't been seeing, I've been like covering my mic and coughing like crazy. Um, so the two weeks after that, I have four events. I'm really excited. So Voltage, Wrestling, Flying V, and MCW Pro. Um, but a lot of other things are coming up. Wrestle Pit out of Pennsylvania, Honorary up in Lewistown, Kaiju Big Battles coming to Lancaster in March. Um, I'm so excited to work for Kaiju Big Battle. Um, I'm going to have to look into that. Uh, Zabatas in Indiana, uh, 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 Revolvers returning to Iowa in April. So there's a lot of stuff that's coming. Um, and what's been exciting is, is coming. And while I was sick this last couple of weeks, I just like, I updated my resume. I was like, let me clean it up and let me tweak it a little bit. And I'm, let me start hitting up other promotions again and just like do a cycle of like, Hey, I'm looking for places. And I'll be honest. I don't know how to take it is a lot of people at this time around have been like, oh, yeah, I know who you are, and, like, I really want to work with you. Like, really? Like, how do you know me? Like, it's, it's so, yeah. like, I, ha- I haven't been processing that. So that's been weird um, in, in some respects. Um, it's cool. Like, awesome. Let's do business. Um, I hope I can do some more traveling. I'm, I'm hopeful, um, not even because of WrestleMania weekend, but I'm connected with a promotion now in, in Texas, um, nice. Pele, Pele Pro. So I'm hoping to come come down there whether that's wrestlemania weekend or not um revolver might be down maybe might possibly be down there as well that weekend for mania weekend so we're there's some considerations we have to make if we do that um ignite comes back in may so like i'm really excited about things that are moving forward and i was really fortunate you know we're in the middle of a pandemic um this this past year i worked for three states i've never been in been in before on an event texas florida and and uh, uh, um, oklahoma um, I'm, I'm talk in talks with a, another promotion in Oklahoma now to go back out there, um, talking with a promotion in Texas to go out there, a different one. So I'm like, I'm really excited about that. I'm still doing things and, and getting out there. Um, and I hope that continues. I'm really looking forward to what this year is going to bring in my, in my wrestling life. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, uh, the whole reaching out the promotions, like I've just started to reach out the promotion is going, Hey, probably around the summertime, I'm going to be green lighted again. Like I've already, I've already got cleared for the head stuff. Uh, turned out that it, honestly, it was just lack of sleep, lack of food, and stress that was making me feel foggy. Mm-hmm. But with being in wrestling and having concussions, you always think the worst. Yeah, you know, anytime yes. you get that fog, like I mean, when I would sit here, I'd be sitting here sometimes, and I get like, I'd just be like, I could see you, but my head would feel just like foggy, and I'd be like, what the hell? I felt like it was. I was like, do I got COVID now? Yeah, again. For the twelfth time, this is weird. Well, All that, right, that old the doctor who told me I had a precancerous condition, but I don't really have it. Um, I still have the condition that's connected to it, so it's like 
and it and it's a digestive issue and one of the signs of covid is this and i'm like oh god is it this or is it covid oh god what do i do like yeah yeah and even it, when I had it's this, one like, of those crazy situations you don't know yeah i mean i just um, had a, i just had pneumonia and i'm like all right this is it this is me getting covid and it wasn't covid i'm like oh, yeah. okay um my <laughs> sister had covid my my youngest niece had it but my her old my oldest niece that lives in the same house with both of them had all the symptoms but kept testing negative um but no like everybody's like what am i coming back for i was like well you know this is where the curveball is i don't know if i'm I'm like i'm up for refing like i'm always down to be refereeing um i go but i'm starting to do ringside photography again Mm -hmm. i go but i'm starting to get I want. I like doing backstage stuff now and being involved a little bit and help and pass knowledge on. But commentating is where I want to go. And they were like, "Let us get back to you." They go, "We we actually kind of want to have you know post comment uh, live commentating." So I'm buying a software system, the the telecom thing. I think I'm going to go with and go and I'll just take it with me and have me and one other person have the headsets I have and we're going to do commentating. Yeah, you know. And everybody's like, that's crazy, but you like wrestling. Well, yeah, but at the same time, I know when I need to back away. But I know Chio's probably ready to come on in here, because I'm full screen, so I can't see if he's saying anything um, (laughs) in the private chat. I I will say in the next couple of months, you might hear about something about me back in the ring, too. Like, like I still want to face you one on one. I'm not, not going to lie. Mm-hmm. We never have done that yet. We had five of four of the people in the ring against us. Right. Um, but I know I've never faced Chio yet, which he knows that if he does, I do want to face him <laughs> one time. Um, there's a list of guys that are, like I, I I'll have be your ref for... if, if you two face each other. I'll be your ref. That would be pretty dope. Not My body is broken right now <laughs> i'm trying to rehab myself i'm lucky if i can get out of bed without hurting oh i get out uh, of bed hurting every morning i drop stuff i wake up my girl and she pops up looking at me like what the hell you asshole i was sleeping i don't need to be up for another four hours she doesn't say that but that's the look i get she can she's like i don't say that no you that's the look i get i get the death there Re, 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 it's okay. Remember when I was saying earlier that how I I had Phil on my list to be on the show? Yes. I came across a notepad. Oh dear God, of, is he on there? Yes. Of when uh, I was, <laughs> his name's on he right, is, right up. He's right there. It, it was Andy like is that above a, you though. Is that like the order of a rumble or something? Uh, no, no, I, I was I was no, just no. going down with ideas. This is going back to last year when we just started using when when I was we just were at, looking, we were at a we were at a studio called Crackbell. No, I well I, this yeah, was no, after we that. Crackbell no, 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 when no, you started no, that no, list. No, 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 no. I this was after when we went to uh 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 last uh, out last the, out because I because the page before that. I was looking into uh, StreamYard. That's right. Okay. No, no, no. That's right. So, yeah, because I got the notes here of like, okay, I was looking, I was, I was checking this out and that out. And then next thing I know, I'm like, oh, Phil's name is on here. Shit. See? Yeah. And I can cross off a lot of names on this list that we already had. So that, Listen, that works out. I've been talking to Phil about bringing, doing the interview for the my segment when I'm in Maryland, which, hey, by the way, I'm going to be down there the 5th and 6th, down there at uh, Slugfest 3. I'm going to be taking photos for Chad. 
uh, which I still owe Chad photos from the last one. Um, <laughs> but the laptop that I had broke, the screen broke. So before it broke, I had the SD card in it. So the computer only allowed 36 photos to save onto the SD card before the screen broke. Oh, that sucks. Mm. There's 160 photos. The company sent me the wrong screen and haven't answered any emails from me to send me the proper screen. So, like, I can't do nothing. Like, it's like I I I can take it to a a place, a computer store, but it's going to cost $200 to get the hard, hard drive taken off. And I'm like, I'm not paying $200 for a hard drive. The, the take out, get one off of it, and then do it again on another laptop. Mm-hmm. But you know, we're coming. Me and my girlfriend will be down there. Uh, we, I think we're going to get a hotel. I don't know, but you know, if you're going to live like 25 minutes away from the Hollywood show, where the you know the first event might be, hey, uh, hey, just bring some blanket and pillows. And you got a nice about, hey, how much Phil? How much a hotel Phil Stamper is for one night? Um, <laughs> for me and my girl, so we don't have to like cough out. <laughs> buku money for a hotel since yeah we just got an apartment and it's you know we move in the week the week after that event but we could definitely we could definitely film the reap the future show that day while we're down there too with you right we're gonna be live live both days down there for the whole reap the future and on celeb fest because we're gonna have interview i'm gonna literally talk to every everybody that's down there every talent you know i'm working on to be able to get them on there so people can tune in if they want autographs. They can purchase through their their, their people's websites. But hey, Dennis, yes. When what what was that weekend? You're 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 moving again? Uh, February twelfth is oh, the booked. official move-in day. I'm booked that whole weekend. That's fine. <laughs> we don't need a broken down old man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got wow. another zinger. Zing. Well. Well, Zingbot, well, baby. If I show up, if I show up, it's going to be with a white hard hat, so I can. Supervise. It'll be with a white hard hat. Hey, I have one on my work van. If you need one, <laughs> there you uh, go. <laughs> I build closets gonna... for a living. Sometimes what, it's dangerous. What? No, no. Here, here, here's the thing. We'll get a bunch of white hard hats. We'll invite a lot of people. We'll stand around and we'll book Pat to come in to do all the work. Hold on, he don't do work now for PennDOT. No, we're good. Have you and, have you driven that, on the wow. roads in Pennsylvania? They're still bad. But uh, but for no ever good in Pennsylvania. There's King of Prussia is not as bad. It's not the greatest. But well, they they're not re- that bad. They just redid that whole massive cross intersection of interstates there, didn't they? Yeah, some of those spots are all right. Right. That's why. That's about it. Right. <laughs> it's King of Prussia. They have money. But no, Phil, dude, I appreciate you very much for coming on the show, man. It's again, we go way back, so the be just the BS in here and, ta- and you know going down memory lane and and you know hearing about your uprising and wrestling and things you're you know you help with and all the shows you're a part of, dude. I have nothing but respect and love for you, um, as always has been since day one. Uh, giving me my first shot with PWU and almost getting killed by SATs for, you know, not backing down to them. Right. Uh, when y'all didn't tell me there was going to be a brawl between them and the and security guards and just told me to go out there and stop them. Like, I appreciate not telling me that uh, and almost me dying to be by fair, the SATs. We might not have, to be fair, we might not have known that might have just happened in the moment. All I know is they were getting kicked out of the building and we were told, hey, ask, make sure they leave. Yeah. And we were told to take them out the back the side door. 
and they shoved me, and I shoved them back. I didn't know. I didn't know they were. I'm, the, who the hell are you shoving? I'll punch you in the face. We get to the locker room, and they go, first off, we appreciate you didn't back down, but second off, your security, just be security. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. And yeah. then they go, what do you mean you didn't know? I go, Phil, no one told me this. And Cashmere <laughs> looked over. You looked over. go, <laughs> shrug your shoulders. It it's cool. Um, but it looked good and it was Welcome real. Welcome to so, the business, kid. Welcome to the business. Dude, right. that's exactly what Luke Hawk said too. <laughs> Luke Hawk's first words is Welcome to the business officially. You got shoved. <laughs> All right. When we when we were talking about acting stuff, really quick about Luke, like I love like randomly seeing Luke and stuff that he wasn't like a primary person on and being like, I just saw you, Luke. <laughs> dude. Like I saw him. I saw him on an episode of NCIS uh, New Orleans, and he's like, "How did you see me? Like, I was, I was literally in an X Men movie for most of the movie, and like, you, like you brought up the one thing I was in for half a second where you saw this much of my face. Like, look, I died when I saw him in the chaperone and go into what was the animal? Was it a lion's ass or the mouth oh, of a tiger or whatever? Something like that. Yeah." And I was like, I saw it. I'm like, hold on, rewind. <laughs> and I was like, I know that guy. Cool. And like, people were like, hold on, you know him? I'm like, don't worry about that. But yes, I do know him. I know a lot of people that are actors from wrestling. We get paid. They get, we get paid to get beat up. So why not be in a movie and do stunts? You know, he's made a great living doing it. He's been in a lot of hot, top, top movies. Mm-hmm. You know, so kudos to Luke. Like, yeah. You know, from being the altar altar boy to being, you know, Luke Hawk to Southern Stomper to, you know, uh, the Wildcats wrestling and everything. The dude's going like NWA with him and his kid like that. That to me is cool as far him and his son wrestling against each other and tagging like that. That's something you you can't ever get back. Just like, you know, Chio doing, you know, the. Music and stuff, and his daughter being ringside photography, that's memories that they have together because they're part of the business together. You know, so that, that's cool. And I I love seeing it. Like, I, me and Chio go way back, too, and I, I, I've known his daughter since she's been little. Um, So it's I enjoy seeing, you know, his joy of watching his daughter do what she does. So seeing oh Luke gosh. and his kid do it is awesome. Your daughter, is she, Jojo. Is she in college yet? Uh, she's a senior in high school. She has all these applicate. Yes, she has all these wow. applications for the yes. last year. Been bombarding our house, just stockpiling up of uh, like scholarships they want to give her and stuff. And good. Good. for everything she's learned from guys like Eric Pinhat up there at yep. GSW, yeah, uh, being part of the show. <laughs> Uh, in small little segments, even when she jumped in the ring, when uh, <laughs> when Kevin Graham was gonna, I'm like, and as I'm covering Sean Silence, as Kevin Graham's beating on me with the the with, with the kendo stick, she comes in between me and Kevin to try to protect me, and I'm laughing, I'm laughing, and 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 I'm saying as I'm over top of Sean Silence. And Kevin's there with the stick, getting ready. You're like, and he's looking around. And you were out there at the time because you, I think, I think you were out there because I know you, you were his manager. And mm-hmm. I'm, and 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 in the back of my head, I'm plus I'm saying out loud, hit her, hit her, hit the bitch, hit her, hit her. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because that's, that's my way of welcoming her. Hit her. Hit her. <laughs> like I'm the, oh, but, man. But, that's funny. But for her being in drama club and all that stuff, she got in there and she made herself cry on per, like like on call. She just got in the back. Everyone's hugging her, consoling her. Oh, my God, you're really crying. They're like, they're like, how'd you do that? She's like, I don't know. I just did it. I just did it, you know? So with everything she's done, uh, like, and plus she's getting her name out there, too. Of Yes. Get, of, of getting booked under JoJo photos. Like, she's been taking pics for not, not just Outbreak and GSW. She's been down super crazy, uh, Pro Wrestling Magic, Invictive. Like, like, like wherever I do sound and, 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 and if you, if you go on IWTV and you see some of that recent stuff within the last year or so, you'll see her at ringside snapping away, taking mm-hmm. pictures. And when I tell her, look at all these stars that are on TV and stuff like that, that you're taking pictures of, she shrugs it off like that. Like, eh, like, yeah, okay. Well, right. le- le- yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's nothing to her and I'm more hyped for her. Did anything dude i was the same way when i had people hit me up first off when i did the whole impact thing when it was in bethlehem on my birthday and i was doing the i got asked to help with the whole jeff hardy and eric young spot with him getting taken out on a gurney and a stretcher because i had ems and firefighting experience i didn't know people took photos of me doing it i didn't even know it was going to be on national television i thought it was already we were already on commercial I had my phone blow up within 20 minutes of people with photos. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> how did what? But I'm like, it's co- like to me, it was cool because mm-hmm. like I, it, it, <clears throat> re- re- regular dentist is excited. Professional dentist is like, yeah, it's cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. But in my mind, I'm losing my shit because so- I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. But uh, again, oddly, oddly enough, my impact moment with with Matt and Jeff Hardy when they were doing the exploration for gold, like that one, because we had filmed it and we knew it was a pre-tape, and so we were like, we don't know when it's going to air. Mm-hmm. And then about like two weeks after we filmed it, that was when all the rumors were out there about like Jeff and Matt might be leaving Impact. So we're like, mm-hmm. is it ever going to air? Are we going to see it at all? Is it just going to yeah. go away? Um, and so I didn't know when it was going to air, and it was the same way. Like, were you just on Impact? Um, and and I, I did a, a an investigation discovery show um, uh, called uh, Evil Twins, and I know I, I was not a twin. Um, <laughs> I, I was thinking that like, hold on, like everybody. And that's like the second question when sometimes people hear. Oddly enough, I played well, I played like five different characters on the show, but one of the characters I played um, actually killed more people than the than the Evil Twins on the show. Um, but uh, the I got so many mentions on that. And like, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, what's happening? Because we feel it was the same kind of thing. Like we filmed it and it was over like a year later, like maybe 15 months later when they finally aired it. And so it was like, Oh, this is great. I had no idea it was coming. <laughs> uh, oh, that's great. We're, we're almost sitting the two hour mark here. It's, it's getting late. I know we all have uh, mornings to get up and actually do our nine to five jobs. Yeah. What, what's that? It's, a, I don't, it's, a, it's Friday. It's a Friday. If it ain't wrestling, yeah. it ain't working. Yeah. I got Bill's I got, always <laughs> live on Facebook and stuff. So it's not like, yeah, you know, he's going to be like tomorrow night. He'll be driving home from work and live, live yeah, just exactly. shooting the shit. With with all of us, because usually when he goes live, I'm on my phone and I'm watching it. I just always forget. I'm always like, 
do I comment on this? Yeah. Or do I just sit here and listen to these people asking questions and the rant I, that he's going on? I'm going to just chill and listen. I would try to go live like when I'm driving home, but unfortunately, I get with the long distance that I'm traveling at some of these events, uh, I, I, I tend to get and it's late and I tend to get more tired than anything. Yeah. So I think I want to pay attention to the road. Yeah. <laughs> like if I would absolutely go live from work in my like while I'm building people's closets, um, but I can't. Because you know, like some of the customers would be cool, but there is some high end customers that we build closets for. Like we've, I built, I actually built one closet in the nursery, um, for a Philadelphia Eagle. I even know it was them. I knew the last name, but I was like, ah, anybody can have this last yeah. name. Until I left, and the designer told me who it was for. I'm like, you got to be shitting me right now. <laughs> like you could have told me this earlier. And I wouldn't have probably looked like a moron, but I'm glad you didn't tell me because at the same time I'm here to do job, do a job. Um, but not like, um, but no, Phil again, like, you know, good luck on the. I know, have fun in the next two shows, especially. I know you're excited <laughs> for them both, um, especially um, one going up against you know the Royal Rumble. Anybody that's going up against the Royal Rumble is going to be fun. Oh, yeah. In my opinion, because it's, you know, fans are still going to come out to the shows and support it. But I want to know when you're at the show that Saturday, the 29th, you <laughs> should take a picture of how many people are actually on their phones while the show is going on and the rumble is going on. Well, it's probably I mean, an early show, though, is it? I mean, the advantage of the of uh, well, no, this one isn't. But the advantage of the of the rumble is that it's streaming. Like you can go back and watch like you can go watch home and the and next watch day the rumble, yeah. or watch it the next. That's day. the yeah. beautiful part. Yeah. But I know people that are going to be there, like, 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 let's being all three of us being yeah. professional wrestlers and being in the business. Everybody's talking about that forbidden door right now for the men. Mm-hmm. Who's I mean, it going to be? My, apparently, my, I got to. I haven't watched the Mox Cop promo yet, so don't spoil. But I heard one thing someone said is he pretty much said he wants to work for every company right now. Mm. Okay, Cody Rhodes is a free agent, so that's now out there, and it's like okay. So, right. there's so many people that could be that person. Someone said Moose, and I was like, yeah, I don't think that's going to be a big enough name. Yo, I think it would be funny if you see Omega show up. Dude, if Omega comes out the freaking end of the Rumble, the internet's going to explode. It's going to, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If And here's the one part. Here's the one person I want to see if Phil agrees. If CM Punk walks through that, if his music hits. Yeah. yeah. Or... Chris Jericho hits with Judas. I think. Oh, good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was of, of all of them. My my money's a little bit more on Chris Jericho because yeah. he's he's been very public about keeping a good relationship with Vince yeah. McMahon. Yes. Um. You know, Punk left not on great terms. Well, yeah. Well, Jericho yeah. did the broken school thing, so yeah. I don't, I don't see why not. Right. Uh, my money's one, on Jericho as well, though. One guy I would like to see, which. I don't think it's going to happen at all. Uh, just because uh, the, depending on how new New Japan is with their contracts and stuff. And that's uh, Will Ospreay. I would be... Dude, that would... See, the th- okay, so I could see that, right? 
But would the fans that are in the WWE world that are wrestling WWE fans only know who he is? Well, that's the catch. It would be a tough one there. Only reason because a lot of American fans were all hyped about will Kenny Omega go to WWE after, you know, before AEW started. Yeah. So it was like, okay, if the fans know who Kenny Omega is, they might know who who Osprey is. Right. Where then at the same time, on record, in videos, Paul Heyman endorsed Will Osprey. Will Osprey. Right. Yeah. He's made so, it pretty evident that he supports Will Osprey. And then like and then everywhere. With the size factor with the size that Will put on and with his in-ring abilities. Uh bout for bout, they had Kenny Omega as you know the best bout machine around, but with Will's uh uh skill level and with the size he finally put on, I think he has Omega beat big time as being the new uh uh bout for bout um guy out yeah. there. I, I, um I think I, I'm a I'm a Will Osprey fan. I'm not I, I like Kenny Omega, I think he is without a doubt a very amazing technical wrestler if he went technical, but he's also a flashy wrestler. So he could do everything. But I think in my, I, I've been a Will Osprey fan for a very long time. I got to meet him down there at the last uh, slub fest. And he was the coolest dude to talk to. You know, he convinced me, Hey, you should go to new Japan the next day in Philly. Sure enough. I drive home. I told my girl, I was like, Hey, so uh, when I get home, we're going to buy tickets for new Japan pro wrestling. Right. And hung out like we watched a show. We and then we're outside, and we were talking to the um, Zane and everybody. But again, that's for a different day conversation. We are at the uh, two or three mark, and I'm definitely, like, definitely, it's eleven. I'm, I don't uh, go to bed till midnight anyway. But I didn't I even eat dinner a little bit. But so that's, that's again, Phil, it it's been a pleasure. I appreciate you coming on and and talking and even BSing now about the Rumble. <laughs> which we haven't even discussed it on our other show yet. Um, no, but no. I wanted your, I wanted to see if, you know, your thoughts about that forbidden yeah. door thing coming up. Cause that's the only thing I'm excited for is that men's Royal rumble for that spot. I want to know who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm totally okay with Judas freeze hitting. And that fan started to sing Jericho's song because Vince will be like, God damn, that's money. Why do they let him leave? <laughs> um, and that's God, God honest truth from a fan standpoint. But, uh, I look forward to seeing you in like two weeks. Yeah. Um, and we'll we'll talk out of here and uh set up something while I'm while we're down there and things like that. So we can all hang out and maybe grab Waffle House, whatever, you know, it's wrestling. But I look forward to my first MCW event that weekend. So should be a fun time. I Good appreciate day. it, man, yeah. again. Hey, I'll see uh, you then. for yeah, for everyone out there, uh once again. Uh, you can follow Phil on many social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and a bunch of others. Just, you know, at Trust and Phil. It, it's right there at the bottom. It's scrolling. You'll see it's it. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but Phil, uh, other than your platforms, do you have do you have a uh, um, merchandise page like uh, Pros and Tees or something I, like that or anything like that that people can because you know you want your uh was it your cash app or whatever they can pay to or whatever right that's oddly <laughs> enough trust and fill is my cash app name so um, <laughs> so there yeah, you go I'm, 
I'm, for merch. I, am, I, have, I don't have a merch store. So I'm actually in the process of trying to set one up. I have a, a shirt design. I have a logo. I have all that stuff. But I don't have a platform for the shirt yet. So okay. I'm, in that, well, I'm in that process. Well, well we – these are designs that we do in-house. This is our logo for, for, for this show. But we have multiple designs. We actually use uh, Spring. Uh, oh yeah, and 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 they're pretty reasonable. Uh, they do all the work, and you just adjust the price yourself. And for anybody watching that, watching this, if you want to support us, whether it be Thursday Night Slam or Breakfast and Body Slams, our morning show, or any other T-shirt that we have out there, well, we also have uh, JoJo photos, our pop-up pipe bombs, uh, and we have some of our uh, Body Slams podcast parody shirts, such as the Run DMC one and the OnlyFans type one. Uh, you can go on there. Check everything out. Uh, we're looking to uh, add more items, add more designs. We're working on things. Uh, but you can just go to our website, buyslancepodcast.com, click on Pod Shop, and right there you'll see the link to Spring. It'll take you over there because what what whatever you buy, all proceeds is going to go back into this show because it helps pays for us streaming. So, so it works out that because the free version, we only get to stream on one platform. We're up to three platforms we can stream to. Let's make it more so we can upgrade again so we can hit uh, multiple more platforms would be great as hell, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, Phil, thank you for coming on. Thank you for uh, returning uh, uh, Dennis's messages and not leaving them (laughs) on red. Or or, or oh, dude, that's my big again my biggest pet peeve. I hate that. I can't, like I can't just... do it. I can't leave people unread. Like I, I I all my Facebook messages I have read. Um, and I I can't I can't like I've seen other people's where it's like, how do you have like a thousand messages that you have never looked at? Like that I don't know. My brain just can't yeah. handle that. Like like, I, and the thing is, some of the people that I've messaged, dude, are not. One of them is a big name. Which and he knows and he's down south and he's making his I'm, return, I'm, making a I'm comeback sorry. after you know having issues. But the other ones are friends of ours that we've known from training days. Like ju- mm-hmm. you messaged me about a football game, yeah, but won't see, respond to me about see here, on here. here. Here's the thing that's funny though is like some of them will message you looking to get booked because they're looking to get a you know. But when you ask them for something like this. You know, they're it just cricket, cricket, cricket. Yeah, yeah. And the funny part is, but, I'm, I always say in the message, like I, I say, "What's up, man?" If I, if I'm friends with you, it's, "Hey, bro." But I always say, "Listen, it's, it's remote, so you can do it from home. You could do it from a venue. You could do it from wherever you want that you're comfortable at. Forty-five minutes to an hour. If you want to go longer, we can. And we just be it. We talk about your career. Let the fans hear some stories." talk about your memorabilia that you own, whatever, and no response. Like, you read it. Just say, no, I'm not interested. You know, yeah. if you want a couple dollars, just tell me. I will Venmo if you say, hey, I need 20 bucks. I'll Venmo you 20 bucks for an hour of your time. Whatever. You know, there's some guys that are young young and up-and-comers in this business. One of them's from H2O. Um, and he would be on it, but he's like, I'm going to be in another state. I don't know if I'm able to pull it off because of a show. You know, now we're just waiting. To, you know, there's some big, big news. I will say that I I'm in contact with, but I can't. 
pull the trigger yet because they have to get the green light from mm-hmm. from management. Upper management. <laughs> so can't bring them on until upper management goes. So yeah, exactly. And I would love to have them. Two of them are from Japan. Uh, well, we're over that two hour mark. We are. It's time we for are. us to close out this show. But you know what, fans? People are watching. I'm going to have a little fun with this today. I usually do the closeouts. But, Phil, since you got the gift of gab, why not you end this show, close us out with a nice goodbye. You can do it in promo style or whatever, however you want. Just send us off the air. You know, Chio, it has been a long time since you and I have been in the same place at the same oh, this time. This son is... of a bitch. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> not where I was going. It's, not it's where go I was time. Going. It's he go time. His, his microphone just fell into his face. Don't, I hit don't, it ma- don't make me use it. Don't Drop make me it. use it. No. no. Oh. <laughs> so, Chio, you know, we are going to see each other again sometime very soon. And so I want you to make sure that you think of the last memory that you want me to have of you before I see you the next time. So you need to pick your words very carefully because everybody else knows that they need to trust in Phil and people are still wondering what they need to do with you. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Uh, Thank you, Phil. That was great. That was awesome. <laughs> we're still trying we're, to figure out what to do with you. <laughs> we're, the next time we hook up, we're definitely going to have a ball. Uh, like I said, thanks again for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you for for, 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 for closing us out there. Um, for Phil Stamper, everyone, I'm Chio. That's Dennis. You're tuning into the Body Slams podcast. And uh, I guess we'll see you at the matches. Peace out. This is how it's going to be. This is what you think of me. It's going down like I told you. This is how it's going to be. I'll be the last man standing here I'm not going anywhere It's going down like I told you I'll be the last man standing here I'm gonna rock you I'm gonna rock you I'm gonna rock you I'll have you begging for mercy, begging for mercy